story of John the baptizer is always one of my favorites. And if you'll indulge me for a minute, I'll borrow from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, for the refresher. Mainly because I think we all should hear Luke's story in Advent, no matter what the lectionary prescribes. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Isn't it interesting that the priestly image of Elizabeth is noted here? But that's another sermon for another time. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. Many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Flash forward a few months. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and his kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. Mary answered, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, even before the Holy Spirit comes to her, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. John's entire purpose in life even in utero, is to acknowledge 
herald, witness to the coming of the Lord. Very early in his life, John goes into the wilderness, both literally and spiritually. He emerges years later as an adult to do just what the angel Gabriel had promised, to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. Even with his camel's hair clothing and his leather belt and his subsistence diet of locusts and wild honey, John's personality was strong and compelling. He preached about a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Many began to follow him, some even thinking that he might be the Messiah. John builds a following of his own. Matthew says, People from Jerusalem, all of Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him, including many Pharisees and Sadducees. One of the purposes of today's gospel in the Gospel of John is to make it clear what John is not. He tells us very clearly that he is not the Messiah, not Elijah. Not the prophet. Not even worthy to untie the strap of the Messiah's sandal. John takes no chance at being misunderstood. He is present only to serve as a witness to Jesus. Jesus is the main character. John merely has a supporting role. When pressed for who he really is, John simply says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way for the Lord. He continually points people toward Jesus. John foretells the coming of Emmanuel, God with us, the light of the world. This is important for those of us who proclaim the good news of Christ today. And I don't just mean from the pulpit. Our purpose is not to draw attention to ourselves, but to point to the risen Christ. John never forgot that he was sent by God with a mission to point to Christ. And he lived his life in pursuit of that mission. We who have been called by God in modern times would do well to try to emulate both his focus and his faithfulness. I encourage you to look again at the collect for this third Sunday of Advent. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. Will we take the time this Advent to allow God to stir things up within us and throughout the church that we might become more like John, a man sent from God? For that is, in fact, who we really are, men and women sent from God as witnesses to testify to Jesus so that all might believe through Him. And maybe, as we acknowledge, bear witness to, and proclaim the glory of the Lord, we will become those who reveal the life and light of Christ anew in the world a world that is increasingly desperate to see and know that light. When all that we say and all that we do bears witness to Christ, 
Heaven and salvation will be understood not as a time and place after death, but rather the world as it should be, here and now. Each week from my vantage point up here, my gaze invariably falls on that window right back there. The Christ child, Emmanuel, God with us. It's a good reminder that God really is with us, even in times of darkness and despair. And in this time of year, it's extremely difficult for many people for many reasons. Financial struggle, personal loss, simple loneliness. Thanks be to God for John, who came to remind us and to bear witness to all who will listen that the darkest forces of the world are not as powerful as they claim or appear to be. For the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. And that's good news.